52-24, the final score from Brian Denny Stadium here on a little chilly Saturday night uh, here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tennessee falls to the Alabama Crimson Tide, go to 4-4 four four on the season. And, gentlemen, this was a game where Eric Kane, Austin Price, Ben McKee, it, it's a game that Tennessee came out, you know, got a couple of quick scores, a couple of big plays, uh, briefly led in this football game. But when it came down to it, Alabama just too, too much time, uh, too much time in the pocket. Kind of picked themselves all the way down the field. A lot of depth that was on display. And Tennessee unable to get to the quarterback to make it difficult on them. Uh, Austin, I'll start with you. Just a little too much for Alabama this go-around. Well, yeah, I mean, again, they don't have a, a whole lot of depth. Defensively, what they're doing is is trying to, to, you know, make, you know, Ole Miss last week, Alabama this week, drive the length of the field. And they're doing a good job of that. But in result, you end up, you know, giving up these – third down nines, third down 13s, third down sevens, uh, especially on the run plays where Bryce Young made, you know, a couple people miss and juke some people out of their shoes. And that, that ends up driving everybody crazy that's watching the game. Yeah. But in reality, if Tennessee didn't play that way, then, you know, they could big play them more. I mean, Tennessee had pulled within one score early in the fourth quarter and – Alabama receiver with speed, matched up against Aaron Beasley and Jalen McCullough. Two plays later, Robinson standing in the end zone bin, and, you know, it was 14, and it was just like that that was the easiest drive Alabama had all night. But, again, Tennessee didn't get big played until that play. Yeah, just not enough margin for error, and that was Josh Heupel's message. No margin for error. After the game, exactly. No margin for error, and that was Josh Heupel's message after the game, and I thought he was spot on. You can't have personal foul penalties on the sideline, Jeremy Banks. You, you can't have the ball three times in a row after the defense has, has played their butts off and, and forced three straight three and outs, or excuse me, two straight three and outs, uh, and then you get the ball back down here at the goal line because your special teams blocks a punt and you walk away with three points. You, you can't beat number four Alabama, arguably the best team in the country, second best behind Georgia maybe. You, you can't expect to beat them when your defense gives you, you two straight three and outs and then the ball in the red zone after a blocked punt and you walk away with three points. You're just not going to win that game. You're not going to win a game against Alabama when you have as many pre-snap penalties as Tennessee did early in the first half or throughout the first half. I should say it's just the the margin for error does not exist, and it, it, even if there's a slim margin of error, Tennessee just blew past that and, and too many self-inflicted wounds. Well, and here's the deal: I don't know how you guys feel, but this is how I feel. Tennessee fans, I think, look around college football and they see Illinois beat a seventh-ranked Penn State team at Penn State. They see uh, upsets like that all over the all over. The, and why, why can't Tennessee win that game? Why can't Tennessee? Because Alabama's not Penn State. Yeah. Georgia's not Penn State. And Florida just has Tennessee's number. That's a psychological thing, I'm convinced. Either way, like the, the two teams that Tennessee's got to try to get past are arguably perennial top five teams that, that they're way better than, than Penn State at seven or any of these other teams. I mean, like, it's just not close. No. Yeah, I would agree. And uh, again, this is a, this is a streak that you've lost fourteen straight. Um, it, it's a streaky series overall, but you know, typically this is this is Alabama, Georgia, and the top ten this year kind of looks a little bit different than what a normal top ten would be because I I just don't think that there's a whole lot of parity this year in college football, in my opinion, especially in the SEC. So well, they'll play Georgia in three weeks, yeah. and when they play that game against Georgia, 
Tennessee's going to see a way better defense than Alabama's. Alabama's got a good defense, okay? Georgia's is another rung above that. But they will not see as good of an offense, in my opinion, yeah. as they saw tonight. I mean, Bryce Young throws for 371 yards, was 31 of 43. Ten- Alabama was 15 of 20 on third downs. Yeah, it's incredible. 15 of 20. There was Tennessee was terrible on third downs. But again, I, I just go back to like, I don't, I mean, and somebody put, posted this on the general's quarters, guys, and I, I think it's true. I mean, anybody that's that's trashing this team it, it needs to be examined because, like, they they just don't have what everybody else has. The fact that they're competing, like, if you came into this season thinking this team was going to come to Bryant-Denny and, and do what they did tonight and be in a one-possession game in the fourth quarter, then then you, you're, just, you're looking through orange-tinted glasses and that's it. I mean, like, no one else saw this. Uh, Nick Saban very complimentary after the game, and I figured he would be. You know, I mean, Tennessee was gutsy. They've been gutsy all year. And, you know, I know the final score is 52-24, but, again, I look at what it was. I mean, they started going forward on fourth down and, you know, on their side of the 50, you know, when they were down 14 there in the, after, the, after the pick. And then that was not Hendon's fault, miscommunication. You know, I mean – between receiver and quarterback, and well, I mean, maybe it was his fault. Either way, it was miscommunication between one of them. Um, you know, and so it wasn't a bad throw, it wasn't a bad decision. Yeah, and yeah. so I just go back to the fact that you know this is a, a football program that continues to uh, trend in the right direction. But here's the deal: playing t- close at Bryant Denny, you know, is one thing. Kentucky's a different deal because fans view that game differently. They've got to find a way to win in two weeks, Ben. That's non-negotiable. I I know nobody wants to hear that it's a must-win, but I think for fans that are sticking with this team, they need that win. Tennessee 7-3 against Kentucky in the last 10 years, and arguably Tennessee's worst decade in 100 years. They need to beat the Cats in Lexington in two weeks because if they do that, that means they're getting to seven. And ball fans are going, okay, you won the games you were supposed to win, minus maybe Pitt. But, you know, Pitt's not a bad football team either. I completely agree. You, you've got to find a way to win that football game and uh, get to seven wins. Not necessarily the seven wins aspect of it, but it, it'll be huge for Josh Heupel to not allow that that monkey, so to speak, to be on his back. That monkey of, hey, Josh Heupel lost to Kentucky. Because Kentucky is a good football team. But like you said, Austin, fans are not going to view Kentucky as a good football team because they look at the logo on the side of the helmet and not the personnel. Th- there you go. On the field. There you go. It, again, it has nothing to do with Kentucky. Kentucky, a really good football team. That you're hitting the nail on the head. But it's still but not it, a top 15 football team. I still don't think it's that good. Okay, it's, but it's still just a, a top 25 team. They're uh, top 15 or not. They're still a good football team. Yeah, I mean it's a good football. But what I'm saying is, I mean it, it's a good football team. Has one loss on the season to Georgia. Who's not going to lose to Georgia this year? I get that, but. I still don't think. But it's the logo. Ben's right. It it has nothing to do with their their level. No, 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 I agree with you there. My point is that if if Josh Heupel loses that football game, folks are going to want to crucify him for it. And and I don't think that's a a loss where he deserves to be crucified. It's not the same as losing to this year's Vanderbilt team. That's that's the point that I'm getting at. And Tennessee is going to have to get healthy if they're going to, to, to go on the road and, and, and beat Kentucky. I think they have a great they chance need Cade back in two as weeks. is. They need they need Cade Mays back. They need to make sure Cooper's ankle is good to go. He was kind well, of touch and go there for a second. Like they year. need Tyon ready to go. They need to get Hendon back. Hendon said he's not 100%. Obviously, he's good enough to play. But they, they've got to get healthy because I think the defense is playing well enough to, to slow down Kentucky. 
But Kentucky's defensive front will push Tennessee around if they do not get healthy up front. The running game has been slowed down the past two weeks because they have been manhandled at the point of attack because of lack of depth. And they've got to get healthy over these next two weeks if they want to go up to Lexington and, and pull off that upset. Or let me, let me say win that game so nobody gets mad at me. If Tennessee, wants to if Tennessee wants to accomplish what it wants to accomplish this year, and that would be, of course, winning up at Kroger Field in Kentucky, you've got to run the football. And as you said, Ben, I mean, it's been slowed down uh, overall the last two weeks. But, I mean, even last week, you had Hendon Hooker, had Hendon Hooker that went and, you know, ran for over 100 yards and kind of supplemented that. You had Jabari Small, who had a decent day when it was all said and done. You know, today and tonight, you had Tennessee's run game just completely shut down. And I understand that Hendon Hooker was not 100%, but – uh, I mean, you, you're combined for 64 rushing yards in this entire game. And Tyon Evans got three uh, a little bit there in the, at the end. He finished with 30 yards. But Tennessee's got to run the football. And I know the offensive line is, is banged up in front of you. You don't know what about Cade Mays at right tackle, and that's going to hurt you. And Kentucky's not going to be a slouch. But I felt like at one point in this game, Tennessee had five first downs. Alabama had 22. That was one point in the second half. And a lot of that's because you can't run the football on first downs. And you want to? You, you didn't have the quarterback involved in the run game. It could just never get going. Well, they've got to spend the next two weeks just pushing Jeremiah Caldwell. He repped a ton, you know, this Crawford. week. Or sorry, yeah, Crawford Caldwell's the the recruit. Um, he repped a ton this week, but they just don't have enough trust in him yeah. to put him out there. And, and, and I, I thought that's why I said I thought he would be the right tackle. People watched all week in camp, or in practice. He got a ton of run in practice this week, but he. He did not uh, get any run tonight. So overall, Tennessee, we expected Tennessee to lose this game when the season started. We expected that. Um, anything, that, any, any major takeaways tonight, despite the loss, we knew what was coming, just kind of the, the fact that Tennessee led this football game, was around this football game, and the final score is not indicative of, of what the actual game was being played on this field? Yeah, again, I, I just go back to, you know, the – Trending in the right direction. Trending in the right direction. But again, from a Vol fan's perspective, if you lose in two weeks, that is a big blow. If you win in two weeks, then they feel really good about the trajectory of the program. You've beaten all the teams you're supposed to beat, minus Pitt. But again, Pitt's not bad. And, and at that point in the season, you weren't playing Hendon. Uh, you know, he, he came in in that game, but he wasn't starting. You found your kind of footing after that. And you've been super competitive uh, ever since. So again, I just go back to the next two weeks is a, is, a, is a huge game just for the for the for, tra for the trajectory or the at least the appearance of trajectory of the program. My my biggest takeaway is what does this Tennessee football team look like in these games against Alabama, against Georgia, against Florida? some big non-conference opponents coming up in the coming years. What does Tennessee look like in those big games when Josh Heupel gets his personnel into this system? He was, he was <laughs> dealing with some, some house money here with, with some guys that, that aren't his. Hendon Hooker, great football player. Valus Jones, Cedric Tillman, Javante Payton, all great football players. Not necessarily Josh Heupel guys 
for his system, but he has made it work. And again, those guys are great football players. I'm not trying to take anything away from those guys, but my point is, when when they get the depth in here, when they get the offensive line situated, when they get a healthy running back room and, and is able to to kind of configure the running back room exactly the way that they wanted, maybe get some tight ends in here that they that they really like the body type of tight end that they really like. What is this offense going to look like when when he has his players in his system? Because Nick Saban looked a little frustrated, flustered, and, and confused over there on the sideline. That was my big takeaway. I'll say this was a hell of a game for Cedric Tillman. I mean, career high and, and all that. So, man, that's a pretty good ball player that you should be able to have uh, this time next year as well. And I'll say this in closing, too. It's not the reason Tennessee lost the game, of course. I didn't think in a, in a season where I've been so impressed by schematics and his play calling, I didn't think he had a strong play calling game today, Josh Heifel. That's just me. Was it the reason Tennessee lost the game? Of course not. I just didn't think it was one of his best games. But overall, Tennessee falls to Alabama. Final score, 52-24. to A lot of good things from this football game, but ultimately uh, just not enough as Alabama able to roll in the fourth quarter. For Ben McKee and Austin Price, uh, I am Eric Kane here on this Alabama postgame mini-podcast here on VolQuest.com.